0: i
1: alert podcast i am your host pile and with me is uber bill and wise girl and uh this is our first this is our inaugural podcast so it's probably going to have some rough edges and i hope you'll just bear with us while we iron out the kinks in case you're not familiar bs alert is uh, the critical Thinkers' Guide to News, Politics, Religion, and Business, and everything in between. We kind of take a slightly cynical, uh, critical, pre-thinking approach towards evaluating what's going on on this planet and in our society. And uh, there's, you're likely to see a lot of stuff on the website that really doesn't appear in mainstream media. But these days, um, unless you're interested in Paris Hilton lot doesn't appear in mainstream media. Anyway, uh, let me welcome Wise Girl and Cuba Bill. Say hello.
2: Hi. Hi. How's it going?
0: Hello. Hello. hello.
1: And I uh, think what we're going to do, um, in the future we're probably going to have uh, guests and people calling in and things like that, but this first episode we're kind of just going to go a little bit about what the site does and what the objectives are and some of the content and stuff that's going on. Uh, we'll just kind of freestyle it from there. Anyway, on with the show. And um, first off, uh, let me ask, let me just, let's just go around the table here and uh, get everybody's impression of what they think of BS Alert, because it kind of started as a, um, basically a way to keep me from annoying the crap out of all of my friends by forwarding them uh, emails about every little thing that kind of pissed no. me off. Yeah, I decided instead of <laughs> sending "Oh my God, give tennis to all your friends," I figured I'd get ad them. revenue for it. That's right? Yeah. Well, we'll at some point, <laughs> in maybe theory. <laughs> yeah, in theory, <laughs> I think we sold some bumper stickers, though. You know. <laughs> yes. um, so, yes, uh, it's turned, basically turned into a little kind of sounding board, and we've had a lot of people jump on and different people in other communities, and um, it's turned out to be a lot of fun. So the podcast is the next logical extension there.
3: It is an extension anyway. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But we really do want to have a lot of interesting people, newsmakers, uh, weird people. Uh, we're not trying to compete with some of these other sites like Fark or DIG. Um, I don't want to put up every little story about, you know, somebody in Florida who's caught naked uh, with drugs. And well, they had a story about yeah,
3: every odd person in Florida, you'd, you'd have way too many stories. To
1: well, it. you'd have Fark.com.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True.
1: Okay. Um, why don't we just, we'll, just as an example, we'll go over a couple of um, issues we've got. Um, right now, uh, we have this weird thing. Um, it's... Uh, there's a group, I believe, out of Australia called, no, it's not out of Australia, it's, uh, but they're called Americans United, and uh, they petitioned the IRS to investigate a, uh, a Baptist church in California because they're quite overtly promoting um, presidential candidates, and it's considered uh, not completely legal.
3: Well, how overt? And I, I unfortunately, uh, have not heard about this story. But how overt is o- overt? Are they from the pulpit telling you to vote for um, Mr. Even X?
2: Even better, they are sending out letters to their parishioners on church station, church letterhead, wow. uh, recommending a particular uh, candidate who happens to be fairly pro-religion and... Oh, well, no. Uh, mm.
1: Shocking. <laughs> well, well let me, let's, uh, let's look at their press release. Uh, it says... Ooh. Yesterday, Americans United asked the Internal Revenue Service to investigate the First Southern Baptist Church of Buena Park, California, for a potential violation of federal tax law barring electioneering by nonprofit groups. Dr. Wiley S. Drake, pastor of the church, yes, I was very, hoping a, very <laughs> good name. I was hoping you were going to say Coyote. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> uh, he issued a press release on church letterhead endorsing Republican presidential candidate Mike Huckabee. Uh, that, if you, for those of you forgot, he's the one that doesn't believe in evolution.
2: And I believe he's also a Baptist minister.
1: Right, right.
3: <laughs> that I didn't know. Yeah. Interesting.
1: And uh, he, they subsequently offered the endorsement on a church-affiliated radio show. Wow. So they're trying to—and I think this is a c- clear-cut example of uh, nonprofit groups crossing that boundary. Oh, they absolutely. Overtly endorsing a presidential candidate.
3: Yeah, it doesn't really get more uh, clear-cut than that, so.
1: Now, now what's mm-hmm. interesting, what made this on BS Alert is not that there's just another church that's kind of— playing with the law, because that's kind of pretty common. Um, instead of responding to Americans United's concern of illegal activity, Drake issued a plea to his supporters to join in imprecatory prayers. Am I pronouncing that right? Sounds good. Imprecatory. <laughs> They're otherwise known as curses. Ah. Um, every morning for Voodoo. Americans United and its staff, the... Um, uh, basically, uh, he's praying for the demise of the Americans United staff, and he's named the people on the press release specifically. <laughs> and Americans United, their response is, instead of addressing our concerns of illegally melding religion and partisan politics, Dr. Drake has launched an outlandish attack calling for curses on us. Um,
3: God hates squealers. Yeah,
1: it it might distract his supporters, but it won't help him with the IRS. I trust the tax agents will investigate Drake's view. well, maybe you know he's he's not he hasn't turned it on the IRS yet. So you never know.
3: Yeah. Well, that's a. I mean, that's quite an organization to bring down. You'd have to have a lot of prayers to bring down the IRS. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you figure if prayers actually worked, the IRS would be a smoldering pile of rubble <laughs> right
3: about now. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Absolutely. Oh wow. Yeah, that's uh that's pretty impressive. I I, I wonder um <laughs> I wonder if the IRS will respond soon or, you know, next tax season or
1: Well, in 10 a, years from in, now. in a section of this guy's press release, he, he outlined how to pray and he includes a long list of biblical citations that call on God to smite enemies. Those are Old Testament, I'm guessing. That's that's,
2: that's <laughs> a lot. of... Always.
1: Oh, yeah, he was a God Old
3: Testament God. He he was not a happy camper. Yeah, so,
1: yeah. Uh, well, although wasn't he on the side of uh, of the IRS too? Didn't he say render unto Caesar? Oh <laughs> no, no, that was that's Jesus. New that was Testament. the new
3: fluffy. That was the that was the touchy feely. Oh, so uh, maybe the, maybe new Old
1: Testament. Testament God didn't like the IRS either. So
3: probably uh, he didn't like a lot of people.
1: So. Right. He said, uh, for example, the alleged enemies of God quote shall be judged, condemned, and his days be few. Additionally, supporters could pray for the enemy's children to be fatherless and his wife a widow, and his children be continual vagabonds and beg, let them seek bread also out of their desolate places. So Which
3: the IRS is also aiming for, so maybe they have uh,
2: a certain similar goals.
1: There. <laughs> There's that religion of peace happening, I think, right there. You know.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad they just yeah. skipped over that whole part about do unto others as <laughs> you would have them do unto you and...
3: Well, maybe they want a challenge. You know, maybe it's a bring it on kind of moment They're you know, (laughs) like our God versus your heathen hippiness or whatever they figure that the... uh,
1: (laughs) I don't... What I don't understand is um, if they're praying to stop a guy that's seeking the IRS on them and so they obviously think prayers work, why are they just... Why are they bothering with that? You know, that's like... uh, it's like praying to have a parking ticket disappear. Why don't you just pray that the, that the whole idea of parking tickets should disappear? Indeed.
2: <laughs> or at least, you know, pray that you win your IRS case. Or
1: or right. pray, pray that Jesus shows up and, and, and takes you to heaven. Or pray for huge sacks of cash. I mean, right. you know. Pray I, for Mike Huckabee to go straight into the presidency. Absolutely. <laughs>
3: Well, and clearly they're doing that. I guess this is a little sideline is uh, praying for the, the smoting, smiting, the smiting, for their enemies to be smote, smoted. <laughs> I don't really know the conjugation of smitten. I don't think that works, though. I don't I'm not a smitologist. <laughs> I don't know. Secondhand smote. I don't, I don't
1: know how that works. The smote, smiting. Uh, but, you know, maybe, that, maybe they're onto something, though. Maybe, maybe that's the real power of prayer is to destroy things. <laughs> Destruction. The power of prayer. You know, I mean, right, right now there's, what, that uh, mining accident. And we don't even have to mention the specific mining accident because whenever this podcast is played, there's probably some mining accident, you know. <laughs> Indeed.
3: And, Not a safe profession, mining.
1: Right, right. But there's always going to be somebody who's, who's praying for them. Oh, absolutely! And if there's one person that comes out and eighty-seven have died, it's a miracle. <laughs> it is in fact, so absolutely. There, that must be that the uh, that Old Testament God that does that kind of stuff. And he, indeed.
3: He, well, this, but then you have the devil. He he can he gets up to mischief, and so you never know when it is a miracle that one survived, or when it was the work of the devil that that the eighty-six uh, perished
1: under tons of rock. It's uh, I don't well, know. You think Man. God has power over the devil? You know.
3: Yeah, that's the whole that's 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 a tricky question. I I'm sure we don't really want to get into it. Yeah, we don't want to get into <laughs> we don't wanna go off on that uh that tangent there, but uh. <laughs>
1: uh another news story that has not really made mainstream news is that there's a uh Doctor. Uh, Michael Moore's uh, Sicko movie came out recently and um it's being distributed by Lionsgate. Mm. And um it opened in I think, what, like 400 theaters. Um, And they had originally planned uh, to open in 1600. Hmm. But a week after the release, it it was dropped down. And uh, this decision was made about the same time that a a Dr. Ratchesky purchased 33 over 40 million shares of Lionsgate stock and uh at least thirty three point four percent ownership in the company, and this wow. guy is oh. tied to all kinds of uh uh companies that are exactly the enemies of this movie
3: oh come on that 's just a coincidence yeah, sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he just likes movies he just likes movies and Didn't hostel
3: didn 't hostel uh or Lionsgate put out hostel as well, like maybe he just digs the uh torture porn you don't know
1: it's, <laughs> him and uh, <laughs> there's money in that. Carex Biopharmaceuticals <laughs> and Novadel Pharma, and uh, <laughs>
3: they just want to send their employees to movies on a Saturday morning. A Medical
1: perk. Nutrition USA and uh, <laughs> D- Neo's Technologies. And there are all these biomed companies, uh, you know, that are interested in doing research, but then owning the drugs and then selling them for eight hundred dollars a pill,
2: or, or even better, owning the genes Ooh. of various people, animals, and substances. Um, that turn out to be useful and interesting in some way because you can pretty much own anything now.
3: Could I eBay my jeans?
1: Is that possible? I'm sure. I'm sure there's some
3: traits it. I don't need that, if I could get some money for, that'd be great. The mortgage is due.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's something that really was not covered. And 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 there's the actual SEC record showing this guy buying the stock. And then there's hardcore information linking him to all kinds of pharmaceutical and insurance and HMO companies. And um, nobody's really pursued it. I don't know why. Um, I think the mainstream media has really done a good job of making Michael Moore out to be some kind of evil person.
3: Left wing crackpot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, 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 is a, he can be a bit of a, a jackass, but still, he's, he's our jackass. Uh, speaking as a left-wing... Well, I think uh, that's
1: the that same kind of attitude people say about Saddam Hussein. You know, Saddam Hussein's really, really evil. Well, you know, I don't know Saddam Hussein. <laughs> I wasn't over there. I didn't live under his regime. It's true.
3: I didn't get thrown into a vat of been. By... He could have <laughs>
1: been, all things considered, he might not have been that bad of a guy over there. He wrote,
2: he wrote romance no- novels. He's obviously got, like, a, a soft and loving heart.
1: All right. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not
3: happy about the war in Iraq, but I don't know that we can be, you know, it can't be like, oh, he was just, he was so misunderstood. <laughs> he was a really he owned puppies and uh he liked wrapping paper i don't know i mean i don't <laughs> think you can I, you know i don't think you could say that he was necessarily well but the, but the point is, is you, you, you okay, don't
1: right. you know when people say saddam was a very very bad man that is their impression based oh, absolutely. On, on, on circumstantial on information absolutely. and hearsay and i'm not suggesting that he he was he's a great guy but i'm certainly i think that that All of us as Americans, we should be a little bit reserved and recognize that I don't knee jerk. Yeah, I don't know Saddam Hussein. I've never. Well,
3: you never will get the chance to. (laughs) Now, what I
1: know about him is what I saw on television, and you know, TV kind of is sometimes not always truthful. No.
2: And and let's not forget that in the '80s, he was one of our very bestest (laughs) friends, Don
1: Rumsfeld. Love the man. Right, (laughs) and that's when he supposedly did all of this stuff. So you know. Typically, the whole concept of morality implies that if you see somebody doing an atrocity and you don't do anything, you're almost as as guilty. But uh, we conveniently don't talk about that when we talk about how evil he was when we were standing there shaking hands with him while he was
2: doing this stuff. Who do you think sold him those chemical weapons that he used on his own people? He didn't make them himself.
3: (laughs) No, clearly. It turns out he couldn't make anything. We we sold them (laughs) all.
1: Yeah, but the, see, the point is, I, see, I think that, that I the Michael Moore stigma is a lot like that. I think people go, well, you know, Michael Moore, he's a little bit over the top, but the truth of the matter is, is if you really dive deeper into all the criticism of him, oh, it's they're fairly baseless. They're really shallow. Oh, I mean, he's, he's pointed, just like Spike Lee, he's got an, you know, but everybody, I mean, anybody who makes a movie. Has a point of view. Of course, I don't understand why the conservatives go. Oh my God! Did you see that? He's 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 putting his opinion into his work. And it's interesting <laughs> that there have ne- there I don't. Has there ever
3: been a, a, a right wing? And here I'm making the quotation mark sign. A right wing documentary uh, that has been as, as popular as any of Michael Moore's documentaries or any of the any of the kind of liberal leaning like. Um, Oh, the Fox, the Fox. Documentary. Well, if you ask a what conservative, I'm
1: sure he's going to say, well, yes. "Well, no." But
3: it yeah. played on it played on any screens, 400 or 100. Or has has there been a right wing documentary that, that? Well, you know, know why that is. Not that I know of. Yeah, r-
1: I reality has a liberal bias. See? Yeah, and well, that's, that's the true. problem. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, by the way, let's uh, um, speaking of liberal bias, <laughs> um, I think it, it's worth it's worth uh, Going into um, uh, the guy from Daily Kos, um, Marcos Malitzas, is it? Am I pronouncing his I name right? Absolu- Sounds I'm good to me so <laughs> far. Yeah, why not? Um, Stephen Colbert had him on. And, you know, this is a good example of they're really trying to turn him into, like, Satan. Well, they're trying to turn him into Hitler. You know, I mean.
2: I thought it was the Klan.
1: I think
3: it, it was Hitler and the Klan, kind of. Although like, well, that'd be a Hitler great band. and
1: the Klan, and uh, Stephen Colbert. This is a this is a good example of how the mainstream media is trying to turn this. Otherwise, I actually think Daily Coast is kind of moderate. I mean, they're 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 they're.
3: It's so diverse. Well, it's not diverse, but it it has so many points of view that you can kind of.
1: And you know what? They were a hardcore Democratic site, toeing the Democratic line, and uh, and then the Democrats started acting like little spineless wimps. And they've slowly Starry. gone more moderate. <laughs> and, uh, and I think uh, they've trolled in a lot of moderates and a lot of uh, conservative people that have abandoned the Republican Party. and of course, the hardcore extremists like Bill O'Reilly and his people, that they just they're really, really threatened by this guy. So um, Colbert kind of really captured, um, in my opinion, what uh, you know, an example of, of how the media has done this kind of stuff. So I'm going to play a little clip. So, let's see.
3: (laughs) Would this be one of those aforementioned rough edges? (laughs) Oh, yeah. This will be edited out.
4: They're hiding something. And worst of all, your Democrat open forum websites, led by the goose-stepping blog Stapo at (laughs) dailycos.com. Yeah. Oh, I'm going after him. Don't worry. This fourth Reich was rooted out by a man who knows his fatherlands, Papa Bear Bill O'Reilly. It is the Ku Klux Klan. There's no difference. Nothing different than the Nazis or the Ku Klux Klan. The left-wing Nazi hate sites. It's like the Ku Klux Klan. It's like the Nazi party. There is one difference. Nazis build bunkers. Uh, Daily Coast bloggers build pillow forts. (laughs) Now, over the weekend, uh, the head of the Ku-Ko's clan, Grand Dragon Marcos Melizos, appeared on Meet the Press. You know who else has been on Meet the Press? Fidel Castro and Judas. I haven't confirmed that, but the show's been on forever. Well, I, for one, will not appease this rising threat. Nation, I recently went undercover as a Daily Kos blogger, registering under the discreet name of Not Stephen Colbert. (laughs) To complete my blogger disguise, I also did an exercise, played three hours of Halo, and ate onion dip with a spoon. (laughs) Now, I am going to log on to my account right uh, now, folks, and expose just How hateful this website truly is. Let's see here. Hungarians are dirty ghoulies (laughs) who uh, wash in peanut oil, (laughs) heil healthcare, and post. Okay, now let's see what's on Daily Co's today. Oh my God! Hungarians are dirty ghoulies I can't read this on the air This There's is a lot unforgivable more
1: A lot more truth in that than uh, Here
4: now to defend <laughs> the indefensible Is the Fuhrer himself Daily Coast founder Marcos Melitos Marcos
1: And of course This is really clever The, the pseudo-Nazi banner That they kind of dropped down <laughs>
4: Thank you so much Oh Jimmy, could can we uh, get the banner please,
1: please? please? Here's the banner Drop this Nazi banner that's a perversion with a K. A K this is the banner like on your website,
4: right? I don't think it is. You don't
5: think so? Does that look like anything to you? It doesn't ring Does any bells. No, it doesn't ring any bells. No. That's a K.
4: That's a K. Okay. Made All out right. of well, now, <laughs> l- Let's get straight to this. Um, what do you have against the Hungarian people? <laughs> In reality, some of my best
5: friends are Hungarian.
4: Well, it's hard to tell because you've got some hate speech on your site right here. Why did you write that? Considering that I was backstage at your show, I don't think I kind of wrote that. But it's on your site. You're responsible for anything
5: anyone posts on your site. It's called an open forum. It's called democracy. And sometimes some idiots get on there and write things about Hungarians. But if, but if you, listen, it doesn't matter. No, no,
4: no. I can take care of myself. I'm a big boy. <laughs> Okay, but if it's on your website, don't you have to take responsibility for it? I mean, the New York Times has to take responsibility for what's on their editorial page or who writes their letters to the editor. You're no different. Well, Well, in
5: reality, the Hmm. beauty of what we're doing at Daily Coast and other blogs like it is, we're giving regular Americans a voice in their politics to go on and talk about the things that they're uh, passionate about. Now, at Daily Coast we don't allow truly hateful speech. But, you know, Papa Baird thinks anything that disagrees with his point of view, conservative point of view, is hate speech. So that's where this whole argument is really
4: coming from. But, but, but if, if somebody does say something that's hateful on here and it's your website, by the transitive property of hate, it's your words.
1: I love that. that by the transitive property of hate. <laughs> you know, that's, uh, that's really quite true when you're talking about the right-wingers, I think.
3: <laughs> oh, Absolutely.
4: Just, just admit, just admit, O'Reilly's right. Just admit, some... just admit it, just admit it. You know I can't do that.
5: You know O'Reilly I do that.
4: is right. Post. It's on your website. You just admitted <laughs> that O'Reilly is right. You just admitted it
5: right there. You know, if you gave me that computer, maybe some other things would be on there.
4: <laughs> uh-uh. Okay, listen. You've made your point. I'm a fair guy. I'll let you have the last word. Let me just ask you a question. I ask all, all, all my guests. Um, just show me, show me the, how tall is a, uh, how tall is oh, like a Oh, they try to get game? him to do the great pile thing, thing in yeah. front of just the Show uh, me tall. about this tall. Oh. How tall is a pony? How tall is a pony? I have to seen pony?
1: this picture show up Freeze
0: it! <laughs> yeah. Oh, you missed it! They missed it! You missed it!
1: They tried to get him to raise his hand with the Daily Coast swastika <laughs> sign. Nice. Um, This it's really a funny little bit, but it certainly does illustrate what's going on, the dynamics of how the mainstream media is attacking the Internet. Um, You know, they apply the same standards to uh, journalism and network television that they do to the Internet by assuming that if it's it's on somebody's website, it's like being in print, and, you know, it was approved and meticulously edited before it was uh, put online for public consumption, and that's just not the nature of the Internet. And, um,
2: As they would know, if they ever say went on the internet,
3: all the tubes.
1: and Well, the I interwebs. know. I, I, I mean, at this point, you just can't even assume that these people aren't, aren't fully aware that they're just complete bullshitters, oh, yeah.
3: just exploiting uh, the perception that yeah, that they don't know anything. It's I mean, when
1: when this story first broke, where Bill O'Reilly was uh, exercising some tiny little snippets of of anti-Semitic comments. And you know what? If you have any website with any amount of traffic at all, and you give people the ability to p- to post and put content on there, you are going to get everything across the spectrum. It doesn't matter. You're going to get pornographic messages. You're going to get spam. You're going to get anti-Semitic stuff. It's just the nature of uh, people thinking they're anonymous, and they hit these websites, and they just decide, oh, you know, I don't like black people. Yeah. <laughs> post. I do need a larger penis. You know? <laughs> I mean, and uh, it's... What happens is that uh, y- you can't control this kind of stuff. So they, of course, found some posts that, that might have been buried way back in the middle, and they made a big stink about them. Well, of course, the Daily Coast people were like, well, what do you expect? That's the nature of this medium. This stuff is not approved by an editor before it goes online. It's a much more democratic process. Right. Than, ela- say,
3: the Ku Klux Klan or the Nazis.
1: Right. right. I mean, well, I mean, we... The, if you look at the, that website and most of the other websites, there's a process where people can flag comments. They can they right. can moderate them up or down, and there's a point system. So if somebody says something stupid or ignorant, it doesn't usually n- doesn't necessarily get deleted. It might just get moderated down and, and flagged as a troll or something. And, and if
3: these things got cut, uh, if if comments were getting cut by moderators, then then another stink would be raised, right. and Saying. You know they're censoring free speech on the mm. internet, um, and so you know for for liberal, well, for liberal um, bloggers and of, well bloggers of any political spectrum, it's a no win situation. Right, it's, right. It's. Uh,
1: I mean, a conservative posts on Daily Coast, He would just love to have his post deleted because oh. then he'd go ranting about oh, how, totally. oh yeah, they don't believe in freedom of expression, blah blah blah. So you, uh, one of the things you do find is the more leftist the blogs are, the more likely there are to even allow people to comment. I mean, you know, go go to some of these right wing blogs; they don't even have comments enabled. Right. You know, they don't they don't <laughs> even want to entertain uh, another <laughs> point of view. Absolutely. But what's funny is when the story broke. Of course, the Daily Coast people went over to Bill O'Reilly's forum and found a ton of. Inflammatory posts no. and uh, images, you know, comparing Hillary to the Nazis, and you know, all kinds of stuff that really made whatever Bill called attention to uh, seem kind of trivial.
3: And of course, he he made a full apology, and he uh, he. Oh wait, no, I don't. No, I don't
1: think no, he, no. He, he he pretended that nothing happened. Well, of course, you know, kind of like that whole falafel uh, vibrating <laughs> penis in his butt, sexually harassing <laughs> his coworker thing. He pretends it didn't never happened, you know. So, <laughs> man, I,
3: if a tree falls like in the fluff.
2: forest and no one prints it in the newspaper, mm-hmm. then <laughs> it, it really couldn't have possibly happened.
1: Right. right, right, right. It's all a part about being. It's all a part of being fair and balanced. Of course. <laughs> yeah, and let, let's. Uh, this is a good segue into another big story, which is um, the uh, Fox News caught hacking Wikipedia. Which is
3: absolutely hilarious.
1: Yeah, this is this is an example of people just being clueless and not understanding the nature of the internet and thinking they can get away with stuff. I mean, let let's just establish this. There's nothing anonymous about the internet. You know, if if enough, if if, I mean, I had somebody hack uh, uh, one of my sites yesterday, and it took us one hour to find out where they live, their home phone number. Um, how old they were. We found all their MySpace pages. And I am sorry about that, man. <laughs> man. I, I apologize. Couldn't <laughs> help myself. I didn't appreciate that comment about <laughs> licking Hulk Hogan's butt. <laughs> Just want you you to know, know what that. you did. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, uh, one of you guys want to describe what, what the situation is with uh, the Wikipedia hacking uh, uh, scandal?
2: Well, um, basically, somebody invented a tool... Which you could use to uh, track down who made various changes to Wikipedia and um, find and, out. And we know what Wikipedia making.
1: is, right? You don't want to. Um, you never know. There might be some old lady that finds a CD on the ground of this podcast.
2: So. <laughs> uh, Wikipedia is basically a site which uh, is like, it's like an encyclopedia, only anybody in the world can, can edit and write the entries. And the idea is that uh, if you get enough people chiming in, eventually you'll whittle out all the untruths and get down to what is actually pretty much fact. Um, and it generally, most of the time, works. Um, because everybody out there is an expert on something.
1: Right, like a, de- a democratic encyclopedia. And uh, it's, it's a very open system. People can um, contribute content, but there's a whole swarm of editors that crawl over the site and make sure that that things aren't totally out out of hand. Anyway, um, obviously, when you give the American public the ability to go in and change the encyclopedia on a whim, <laughs> interesting <laughs> things happen. Now, the wiki software that this that the system is running on tracks all the changes. Uh, so, any change that's made, it notes the IP address, your little internet connection number, um, and it. And it actually identifies exactly what you change. So people can look at the history of a page up on Wikipedia and they can see exactly how it's changed. Now what's interesting is um, when you hear the news media talk about the unreliability of Wikipedia as an information resource, uh, I challenge you to find any other information resource where you can go over the history of the development of that information, where it came from, who added it, what they changed. I mean, even if you assume that that some of the information on wikipedia is of a dubious source with one click you can look at the history of the development of that page and you can see who changed it and what they changed so which
3: I doesn't necessarily mean that, that everything that's been changed or added is is necessarily true uh, you could certainly backtrack and find out you know what these people know but but i But I, if you, know.
1: you make a change on wikipedia like if you if you edit any article you know, like there's an article on honeybees, and you say, and you just edit the page and say, "Honeybees uh, make more honey when listening to Celine Dion." Okay, and you hit save. I guarantee you, uh, within a day or two, there's going to be a little note there that says "citation needed." All right. You know, I mean, you're gonna, you you can't you can't just put stuff in Wikipedia without people going unless you can back this up with some evidence. It's going to be removed. Sure. So anyway, what what. What's happened is, and, and people vandalize the site all the time, and editors go through and they revert the stuff back to the way it was. And it's it's really a, I so I would I would totally trust Wikipedia over just about anything. I mean,
3: oh yeah, I use it daily.
1: I mean, if you look up a page on Bill Clinton, you know, I'm sure that that any on any given day, you know, it might say dick somewhere in there, You know, just because <laughs> there's there's going to be some Bill O'Reilly fan that's going to just you know
3: go off on cigars. Right, and,
1: right. But it'll <laughs> be flipped back, and you can spot that kind of stuff. It's not like it's. It's really weird, creepy, underhanded, conspirial things. So anyway, what happened is is somebody made this tool to go search through and identify patterns of editing and changes. uh, And um, they discovered an interesting array of edits to various uh, people's pages on Wikipedia. And they traced the IP address straight back to the offices of Fox News in Washington, D.C. And um,
3: go ahead. Oh, just some of the edits are absolutely I mean hilarious well some of them are it's scary what they tried it what they tried to undo or to add most of them are, are deletions I, I believe from, from what I looked at but uh, my favorite actually was when they were uh, a, a reference to I think media matters they they added the adjective liberal except they misspelled it uh, liberal and so there are two separate changes for that entry they had they put the liberal and then they had to fix it. And then of course, later it got uh, it got removed by one of the aforementioned editors.
1: Yeah, well, on our page we have a screen capture of a difference, which is a um, a picture of a, a visual image of what the Wikipedia page looked like before and after the Fox News people came in there and changed it. And this particular page is of Al Franken, and uh, it it there's a portion of Al Franken's bio where he talks about having gone on NPR, talking about his book, which was critical of um, Fox News and Bill O'Reilly. And um, somebody, the Fox News people edited it and inserted the word liberal before national public radio. (laughs) And and also removed a phrase that said that uh, when Fox's case against Al Franken was brought to court, it was literally laughed out of court wholly without merit. (laughs) <laughs> Fox News decided that that they didn't want that there. So, <laughs> um, another interesting thing that Fox News did was um, they um, they sanitized uh, the bio of some of the people that were working for him, certain reporters like Carl Cameron. Um, they removed any criticism. They uh, loved to mess with Keith Oberman's page, yeah. constantly like inserting little things implying that uh, he was using the. He was uh, abusing uh, his position for his own ego, weird things like or that, or even
3: that he was was uh, along with his partner at ESPN, and I don't remember his partner's name. Uh, they were one of the best um, sports commentating pairs in the history of of ESPN. That that got chopped.
1: Yeah, I mean, like what he had he made <laughs> some little <laughs> li- He made a little <laughs> list of like uh, oh right. second third baseman third base <laughs> coaches,
3: and it, it's in the it's in the Baseball Hall of Fame as the most. Uh, uh, would have the, yeah, the best some, source for third
1: base coaches. And, and somebody at Fox said, no, 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 we can't have that. He didn't do, do anything there. good.
3: <laughs> Get rid of that.
1: <laughs> oh, and um, th- an interesting thing, uh, the uh, the managing editor of Fox News, um, Britt Hume, his son, right. killed himself. Sandy Hume, yeah. He just, uh, with a hunting rifle, shot himself. And uh, Fox decided that they wanted all that information removed from Wiki. Um,
3: any reference to it even being a suicide, just yeah. they, they actually added "passed away" uh, instead of instead of suicide.
1: Right, right. And there's, a, you know, there's another page where uh, they removed something from Keith Oberman's site where he talked about how um, he uh, he had smoked and it had caused problems, and he and and he decided he was going to campaign to stop help people stop smoking. And Fox <laughs> News thought, well, we can't have that there either. <laughs> just really bizarre <laughs> changes that they didn't think. Uh, anybody would ever notice and uh, somebody managed to do a little bit of research and see this long string. So they're all you can go to our the website Busted. and and see the actual pages. And of course I don't know it, have they responded to any of this?
3: Um, I'm I'm doubting. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't think
1: And this is of course just I the tip of the iceberg. Breath. You know I mean it's not like Fox News is the only company that has ever gone in and re Oh, yeah, history. I think,
3: I'm sure that uh, tobacco companies probably have a full-time intern to go in. And,
2: Actually, and, uh, there Ricky. were numerous, numerous organizations on the left and the right, and uh, government offices, uh, private companies, uh, drug companies, pharmaceutical companies yeah. were, were quite big on changing their entries to make them a little bit nicer. Yeah,
3: right. and
1: it, Debold, Walmart, nah. Exxon, the New York Times, Al Jazeera, time. Pfizer, the Vatican. Vatican even oh. apparently got in there.
3: <laughs> I, re- I would I'm really sure like to see. I'm sure what they the removed
1: Vatican... some stuff there about little boys and stuff like that. Little
3: boys, the Inquisition, <laughs> the Irish saving civilization. You know, <laughs> it's just a theory. <laughs> it's just a theory. Rogue priests in the 15th century. Um, yeah and it's i think it's important to note that it isn't it isn't just a right wing phenomenon i'm sure that yeah on the right and left
2: uh, i believe the New york are, Times was on the list right
3: right Times. for example although I'm sure the post is probably in there somewhere as well you well know, i so.
1: mean again is the New york Times a left organization i mean i don't, I don't even know is there any mainstream media that's really like we're
3: not just b s alert <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: seriously i really you know what uh, i We've we've done more than our fair share of stories about Democrats and and uh, liberals that have done stupid stuff. I mean, not the least of which is uh, our very own um, uh, Bill Jefferson. Oh,
3: you know? yeah. <laughs> well, he's
1: an idiot. Yeah, we're ba- we're here in New Orleans, by the way, um, and we're we're <laughs> and broadcasting. They, they might have missiles, pile Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we're broadcasting from a FEMA trailer <laughs>
0: right.
3: in a bunker, yes. waiting for Dean to come, which by the time anyone listens to this, maybe Dean will have come and gone, but uh, but he's storming here now. So we'll <laughs> see.
1: Now, one thing I would like maybe uh, uh, Wise Girl put yep. a story up that I thought was interesting about this uh, math debunks myth of Casanova men and chaste women. Chaste. 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 <laughs> well, that's a word I'm not used, familiar with. So <laughs> <laughs> <chastity>. <laughs> chast, chaste He Chaste, chase, chaste, whatever. <laughs> Um, w- no relation
2: th- to chasing. Maybe you can <laughs>
1: explain that so we know what, what exactly that the, the idea behind that is.
2: Uh, well, basically, a mathematician uh, pointed out and proved mathematically, although I don't think it really required a whole lot of math, <laughs> um, that when you have surveys and men say that they've slept with, say, on average seven women in their lifetimes, and women say, we've slept with an average of four men, um, that basically doesn't work because where are those other three women? Uh, you, you have to have a kind of a one-to-one match. Um, <laughs> Presumably,
3: yeah.
2: Well, no, you, you, you yeah, know, well, because no, if, you it's, if it's ask. a new partner for the man, it's a new partner it's for a, the woman this too is true, every this single is true. time.
3: Unless they're counting uh, unique instances, but surely that that's not. the case.
2: Well, no, no, it's number of partners, not uh, number of uh, sexual encounters. Nice. Um, so yeah, you got a you got a nice menage a trois. You've got two new, two new partners, partners per all person.
3: All
2: around, yeah. uh, It it's an even distribution. Wow. So either either somebody is just flat out lying or exaggerating or
1: women lying about sex.
0: Come no. on.
2: Yes, <laughs> men men never do that either. They would they would why would they lie what? just <laughs> because they <laughs> wanted to be seen as studly. <laughs>
3: Well, I've slept with forty-seven women. All right, that's men, men
1: and women <laughs> lie in different ways, right? A man a oh, lie. That, a man will lie and go, uh, "I was with my friends when he was at a strip club." A woman will lie and go, "The baby's yours." <laughs> <laughs> a little different <laughs> there. I think. She,
2: she might believe it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She might honestly not know. Well, but in from both those, that one partner that she had. In both
2: cases, the each one is trying to spare the feelings of the other, are they not?
1: <laughs> yeah, keep telling yourself that.
3: Ooh. Jeez.
2: Uh,
1: well, it's interesting
3: that No, that uh, is that is very interesting. I uh
1: I mean, we knew there was a little flaw there in the whole notion of uh how the you know, so many kids, you know, um and uh <laughs> nobody's having sex. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, the whole. they're all immaculate conceptions or something. <laughs>
2: right, right.
3: <laughs> we look, just need we need to teach more abstinence, damn it. <laughs> it's just not sticking. Or, you know, <laughs> if they can just
2: teach people to count properly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's
0: see. I slept with that guy the other day, and then... Uh, uh,
1: Average it. You got to. Well, no, women. Ballpark ha- it. Women are. they Y'all are the best at, at rationalizing stuff. You know. Well, we only. We. He only penetrated me for like eleven seconds. I only so enjoyed really it count. with three guys. <laughs> I was drunk. That didn't count. <laughs> The lights weren't oh, on. I, think, I didn't I know think, if he was uh, even in the room. I felt something.
3: I a, think we. I think that men certainly would in, would be more likely to inflate the number as well as women. would It was be his best that friend. That doesn't count.
0: Uh-huh.
2: My about, boyfriend's um, best
1: friend. I don't woke count
2: up in on the couch in her apartment. I'm we almost totally positive had something
1: sex. happened. <laughs> Absolutely. Let me tell you, if men, men if men, we don't, well, we might lie. <laughs> we might lie. <laughs> we at we might lie. Uh, yeah. But you know what? It's so obvious. It's like, you know, hey dude, I saw you were really wasted last night and you went you took that fat girl home. You didn't do anything. <laughs> no. no. I mean, you know, it's it's not like uh,
3: Yeah, but I don't think the researchers who are who are compiling these numbers are like these people's best friends. They're not like, "So, dude, how many women did you sleep with in your life?"
1: Yeah, but you see men men why, men have no motivation to lie on a form.
2: You know, It's for their and own why would, ego. Why would women sure? have a an- uh, a reason to because lie on a four. Because women
1: form. believe it. Women convince themselves <laughs> that when they slept with their boyfriend's best friend. Yes, but you know, but that
3: goes back to the issue of well, why lie on a form?
1: Or when they did the oh, whole the whole the it, whole brides party, you know, during during their their uh, friend's wedding, it never happened. No, never happened. Uh, uh-uh, uh did not happen. I think we were getting off on a. Uh, Attention. We're going.
3: We're going somewhere we don't really want to go. <laughs> okay. Visa vis uh, battle. There the goes sexists. the demographics for this show. Right. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> we're gonna, That's right. We don't want to be. We don't want to be cutting our readership or listenership at all. Well, they don't call me the-
1: pile for nothing, you know. So. <laughs> Shazayo. It's that logo. It's just scientifically designed to bring women in. You know. So. <laughs> oh God. Oh. <laughs> CBSAlert.com to figure out what the hell he's talking about. Over and over again. Click on every link. Um, so, uh, also, uh, we want to start. We'll start off. Uh, um, what's the wine for tonight? We're all having a glass of wine. Oh, yeah. Uh,
2: the wine for tonight is a 2004 Franciscan Cabernet Sauvignon from the Napa Valley. Um, it's, it's a delightful Cabernet. Um, <coughs> a little bit dry, a nice. That doesn't work But very drinkable. Goes down easy.
3: Mm, and it's alcoholic. Yes, my we like favorite that. The kind. Best. Yes. Speaking of of paring down our listenership, <laughs> <laughs> I also had a Corona earlier tonight. I don't know if that helps.
1: It's early, so he, so he, it was a singular version of that. <laughs> By the way, my beer I, hat only right. has the one in it. Yeah. I want to compliment Wise Girl on her um, her amazing graphic work we're on uh, th- our story called "That's a One Spicy Arms Deal." Yeah, both, that was
3: fantastic. Both
1: Uber Bill and I were quite impressed with your. Uh, what is, it was like AK forty seven shaped pepperoni slices on top With of some meatballs. Spaghetti. those are meatballs.
3: Meatballs. Those are yeah. Oh, oh clearly meatballs. Meatballs. Oh, they were be- that was beautiful, and the editing job that she did on the story where I just kind of flung text at the page. That was <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: right. Uh, the, yes, the story. Uh, uh, why, don't, why don't you uh, give us a summary of this story, uh, Mister uh,
3: Uber? Certainly, certainly. Um, well, in the course of an investigation uh, into mafia related activities, which I think probably. Uh, takes up like ninety to ninety five percent of the Italian police uh, divisions' time. Uh, they were following this guy in an airport, and they went uh, when he checked his luggage. They went and uh, and opened it. Uh, they got a warrant, presumably. I I don't. I actually don't know that that's in the story. Uh, they they opened this guy's luggage, expecting to find drugs or drug related information, uh, something that they could pin on the mafia. Well, it turns out what they found. Were bulletproof vests and helmets and uh, and a catalog of weapons. I don't really know how big this guy's. I love was. this.
1: I love that. There's the black market is so organized that they've got like their own little Sears catalog. Yeah. You know, can you see like <laughs> just pictures? Guy. A smiling, yes, terrorist
3: right. with a giant gun.
1: You know, no, 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 no like, like bikini clad, like a little woman. child with a with a thing of C four. You know, <laughs> and that smile on his face. No <laughs> <at> articles. <laughs> just you know, <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: little tear out order number. form in the back. You know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cheesy ads for like you know X-ray glasses. And Buy four,
2: and get back. one free. <laughs> right.
3: Uh, so they found this catalog um, or the wish list uh, of weapons, and uh, from this they 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 of course started an investigation um, and ended up tracking this whole convoluted um, arms deal between unknown Iraqi entities uh, who were declaring themselves at times to be from the Iraqi government, from the interior ministry. And also they they said they were from security ministries. Um, these these were in emails from the Iraqi entities to an Italian who worked for uh, – do you have that article up? What is the uh, – I, I can't remember the, the name of that. Not very important. Anyway, a company that had been involved with selling um, equipment, like military equipment, night vision goggles – uh, who these Iraqis found out could also supply them with weapons. And so they sent emails back and forth uh, to but get... But this was it. all
1: done, like, outside of the American provisional government, Oh, that's right. right. The, that's the big the, thing here. The, is that's that the that huge
3: thing. Th- the Iraqis th- swore in these emails that they had um, the express permission of the American government. Presumably it went something like, and yeah, the Americans th- said we can do it. Don't ask them, though. They're, don't <laughs> ask <laughs> them. We, they they said we can, but don't, don't ask.
1: So we want, like... <laughs> Uh, 200,000 AK47s yeah. and stuff like that. They ended it? up
3: yeah, they ended up with a uh, 105,000 uh some of AK47 or AK47 variants uh, and and the thing was that that the Americans we have been supplying them and have uh, we've bought over 700,000 M16s for the Iraqi so- security forces Which don't, to use.
1: Which don't particularly work well in the desert, not,
3: you know? Well, not in the desert or the jungle or And you figure you know, Iraqis snow, they have water, an AK47
1: yeah. they use it to open beer, they open, you know, <laughs>
3: yeah. or whatever. Turn on the television, pretty much, you know, whatever you got to do. Kill that
1: rat that's been <sighs> in the corner of their house or something.
3: <laughs> Prop up a sofa that's missing a leg, you know, whatever they need. Um, so really maybe maybe it's very innocent, And an AK47
1: maybe. can do all that. Not an <laughs> no. M16. Though.
3: Oh, M16, yeah, that you can. not <laughs> You can barely even shoot somebody with an M60. Um, So anyway, they managed to get it. The deal was for upwards of $38 million, I believe. And the Italian firm stood to make about $6.6 million. And then the Italians swooped down and and shut it all down. They arrested like a dozen Italians. But now
1: the guns were coming from Russia, right? The
3: guns were uh, coming from, no, the Iraqis wanted Russian-made Um, what did they AK-47? get, like Chinese? I stuff? believe they got Chinese-made. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. The Italians wanted to sell them Chinese-made AK-47s. The Iraqis wanted Russian ones. And they had
1: tech support in India, I'm sure, when <laughs> right. they had problems yeah. with it.
3: Oh, jeez. Don't get me started. <laughs> when my AK jams, I just,
0: oh, yeah. I can't
3: even understand the guy. Anyway, through they got through Libya- they got these russian made ak47s they were or they were going to get these russian made ak47s through libya to iraq the iraqis said you know if you can't get them into the country don't worry about it ship them somewhere else and we'll worry about bringing them in to the country which you know really that's just that means everything So above in board. other
1: words we just i mean it was just this what happened was there was this provisional government which supposed to be in charge of iraq so why would americans really care that much if the Americans have <clears throat> turned the government over to them. But apparently they're standing up and we're standing You know, uh they can't be they can't be doing stuff like that without our approval. They can't be ordering weapons. Right. You know, we're the only ones that are allowed to lose massive quantities of weapons. <laughs> we can only nation. lose,
3: yeah, ninety thousand guns and buy them buy them seven hundred thousand assault rifles. But yeah, they can't buy them on their own. Although who the hell knows? Who, who was buying these weapons. In fact, nobody knows who was buying well, these weapons. Well, the, the bottom Nobody's line is, been is that no massive
1: amounts of weapons were, were, uh, were oh, yeah. caught by the Italians, the Italians. Uh, in some kind of scheme to bring into Iraq. Don't forget Italy. And, uh, you know, I don't know how they're going to tie that to Iran, but you can bet Fox <laughs> News is working on that no, right totally. now. You know, They both start with I. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Or that they they found some... Iranian that liked spaghetti and so he's probably the mastermind of the whole thing. His mustache
3: looks like Mussolini's, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's I, I don't know, I don't know, but but I'm sure that that's going to not not make a whole lot of mainstream media. Uh, no.
3: Although it is both hilarious and terrifying.
1: I mean, just this week is just so many I mean, with the uh the the Pentagon scandal about uh a small South Carolina parts supplier which got about twenty and a half million dollars over six years from the Pentagon for fraudulent shipping costs. wow! Including shipping and handling, nine hundred and ninety-eight thousand dollars for sending two washers to a Texas base. Like like a uh, washer and dryers? No, 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 no or or like washers. The, the metal discs, little flat pieces of metal with holes in them.
2: <laughs> yes, and, and the beauty the beauty of this story is is how they managed to get this past the extremely careful with our money, U.S. government. Oops. Apparently, anything that's marked priority for our military, you don't really need that much oversight because, you know, it's important. And, you know, the shipping is especially something that doesn't get audited until eh, maybe when somebody gets around to it a decade or two later <laughs>
3: until the person who profits from that is living in uh and Borne i guess get, getting exactly.
1: from south carolina to texas man that's big bucks there man oh, that's cool. at least like 600 grand right well there. gas
3: is really expensive now man. i
1: would <laughs> drive it
2: there personally for a mere two hundred thousand.
1: and you know if you're in texas and you need a washer it's got you got to go all the way to south carolina <laughs> they anyway, don't make together. that crap in texas yeah they don't even make it in mexico
3: yeah, I think you could circumnavigate the globe like four times in a jet and still not have it cause... Yeah, and 000. you know, I mean, <laughs> when
1: I need a washer, the first thing I want to do is fill out a requisition form. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, you got to wonder how many other people were complicit that were actually in, you know, in the military... This kind of crap has been going on for—I mean, what,
3: like ten, fifteen years ago? They had the the uh, hammers, that but cost, that was like the like, two hundred dollar,
1: two hundred dollar, five hundred dollar hammer. Yeah, This is right? a nine
3: hundred thousand dollars shipping charge.
1: Well, listen, the, the <laughs> company also billed and paid four hundred and fifty five thousand dollars to ship three machine screws costing a dollar thirty one each. Well, wh- two Marines did they in Iraq. And two hundred and ninety-three thousand dollars to ship an eighty-nine cent split washer, a broken washer,
0: <laughs>
1: to Patrick Air Force Base in Cape Canaveral, Florida. So you know,
0: Oh Florida.
1: Where do I get in on this uh, multi-hundred-thousand-dollar uh, hardware deals, man? I, I like this. This is we're know, trying to earn money,
3: <laughs> like suckers, man. <laughs> we gotta. This okay.
1: whole working thing is not Shit. working out for me, man. Well,
2: Clearly, we're not offering the right products. So we right. need to offer you know Washers. small metal Jeez hardware Christ. bits. I bet they need really bolts.
1: We got bolts. <laughs> well, I think first we have to give like fifty grand to some Republican. That's the first step, right? <laughs> right. Absolutely. Then suddenly, then then uh, maybe what uh, uh, put that we're head of the Arabian Horse Association on our resumes, <laughs> and then get a, get you know zing. We'll get appointed to Federal Emergency Management or Department of Transportation. And then you
3: get
2: okay. sweet
1: one of those sweet consulting gigs. And you know what's in. funny in I
2: mean, the eighties nice non-competitive oh. contract
1: in, in the eighties they had movies about people like this. You know that fish out of water thing where you know like uh, a guy that was uh, worked in a fast food place suddenly was the the king of a nation or something. Right. But and, they you know, starred
3: Eddie Murphy and nobody took
1: him that seriously. Yeah, but I mean uh, there there was lots of little stories about people not being qualified and suddenly rising to the occasion. But in reality, you it's see the these, opposite. yeah you see <laughs> these
3: appointments these people.
1: Uh, you know, like the guy the head of the FCC, I mean, he probably couldn't even change set the clock on a VCR.
3: Well the senator who was in charge of uh of regulating the internet had no clue what the internet was. Uh, right. And of course uh, you know
1: the FEMA director who who was the head of the <laughs> Arabian Sources <laughs> Association. Right. Brownie.
2: Oh well let's let's not forget since the mine disaster is like big on the news right now. The guy in charge of mine safety Mm. is, of course, himself a former mining executive Ah. whose uh, businesses were, shall we say, not entirely the most highly rated for safety uh, ever.
3: Who was he appointed by?
2: Uh, I believe that would be President Bush.
1: Oh, Oh, right.
3: But, of
2: course, it had to be a recess appointment because (laughs) he was such a bad candidate he could not be approved by right. the full Senate. Yeah, and this recess,
1: recess appointment, appointment, I mean, we that's... have got to close that loophole. That, Jesus. Now, is that what, that is that? That? what is that? That Congress leaves, right. and the president appoints, intentionally appoints somebody when Congress is not in session, so there's no debate on it, right? I, I kind of picture it right. And then they right. Just, right, right. they're right. just, like, so bored or busy with other shit <laughs> that they don't go back and go, what the hell did you do? I don't know that they can. They have to wait for
3: they some
2: period of time. It, I, it's supposed to be a temporary appointment, something right. like six months, and the idea is that... You know, say your, your secretary of transportation keels over dead and Congress is out it's of session. you gotta, you got to fill that post.
1: Right. Who's going to
3: on on fill the potholes? Having a
1: competent president who appoints competent people. That, that, that's <laughs> oh, those really framers. sort of the assumption. <laughs> yeah, that is an assumption. I kind of I kind of picture, you know, the president's leading
3: his guy in and they hide in the bathroom until the security guard closes the <laughs> Congress at night. And then, bam, he's in. They can't get him out.
2: That's pretty much how it works. Yeah,
3: I really that's how I, that's how it works in my head. It's
2: democracy.
1: <laughs> 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 well, uh, we're nearing the end of our hour no. here, and um, time flies. Yes, yes, yes. And I need more of that caps off. We're not. We're actually not nowhere near running out of interesting things to talk about. So we're just going to have to take it uh, to another show, probably. Ah, well, you presumably. know, if if if. Uh, anybody likes this initial podcast and they decide Please that they like want to like hear it. more, you know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Email pile at bsalert.com. Or just visit. Or con- bsalert.com. bs-alert.com we're know? updating it all the time. And even oh. if we don't, just click on stuff.
1: While you're listening to this, we're updating it. <laughs> <laughs> we're finding something. And Wise Girl is uh, is, is making interesting shapes and things click like that. Click
3: on the ads. We, we, <laughs> add, we have all kinds of cool ads. No, right.
1: you can't say that.
3: I mean, don't kill down the don't. ads.
1: No, oh. no, no, no. You can't say that. Don't say that either.
3: Oh, I mean,
2: there are no ads. There are no
3: ads. Every
1: just uh, just make sure you check out the entire <laughs> entire website. You know what I mean? When I like that's in all of the and content.
3: Wink. <laughs>
1: it's just everything. Yeah.
3: All of it. I'm sorry.
1: No, no, no. You know.
3: I mean, I'm not sorry. <laughs> I have nothing to apologize.
2: It never well, happened?
1: Don't worry, you'll get a pardon uh, right, right before <laughs> the end of the show.
0: So it's no problem. I
1: gotta go to the consulting game. Yes, but uh, thanks for listening to the BS Alert podcast. Uh, visit bsalert.com dot com and uh, feel free to participate in our community. We're all really down to earth. We're not looking to be more important than anybody else, at least not yet. Until we get more big, get
3: more money, I mean bigger.
1: And but but you know what? We'll totally forget you when we become really big and powerful. to so, burn some bridges, right? Yeah, you'll have something to bitch about when we're like we sell out. when John Stewart mentions us you know <laughs>
0: so that's all from the spot, blind spot. It should be our-